Hey everybody, this is episode 7 of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. This episode was originally recorded live on December 30th, 2013. The Internet Archive becomes a retro game emulator, Steam sees a significant number of users log simultaneously, and while we rebel and don't do a top 10 list because we want to be different, uh, we do discuss some predictions for 2014, and they're probably going to be wrong. As always, we talk about the games burning up our PCs and consoles this week and what we've got our eyes on for next week. That and more on this episode of Whippin'. Good evening, gamers. Welcome to another Monday edition of What I'm Playing Now. So we have a pretty interesting end-of-year episode here. Um, as I call it. <laughs> this well, is going to be the episode where we jump the shark. It's going to be very interesting because both Greg and I pretty much got Vetus for Christmas, I guess you could say. So before we get to that, though, we're jumping way, way ahead of ourselves here. Let's... Let's let's talk about a few few housekeeping things. What I'm playing now at gmail.com, Twitter at what I'm playing now. Follow us on Twitter, please, and I will start tweeting out more. I promise. Um, Facebook, look for us. What I'm playing now, and on to the news stories. So, there ain't a whole hell of a lot going on in the game world right now, considering it's the end of the year. Everybody's doing all of their top ten lists and everything, um, but there are a couple news stories that I did find for the week. Um, Good thing you found him because I didn't. It's because I actually spent some time looking for him. (laughs) Slacker. Yeah, I don't do that shit. Yeah, so by the way, really quick, I got my video back up. I see that. Everybody can see my ugly mug, and they can also see my uh, mild poster collection that's starting behind me. (laughs) Yes, yes, that is. So I got Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite, which is the reversible one. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously Mass Effect 3 because Commander Shepard is a fucking beast. And then Minecraft and two Zelda posters. This one over here underneath Commander Shepard, uh, it's covering a hole in the wall. <laughs> oh, no. okay. <laughs> That's the not only even, reason why it's there. Not even going to ask. Not going to ask why. <laughs> not going to ask what for. I'm just going to be like, it looks nice. Just run with it, man. It, it's a good it's, Final sure. Fantasy you know, Crystal Chronicles, which is a shit game poster. We'll go with it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I have a couple posters around me too, but this room's so trashed. That's why all you see is a wrinkly um, white sheet. Wrinkly, oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say wrinkly Joe. Like, <clears throat> no, nah, I'm not that old yet. <laughs> but basically, but one of the things we're talking about here is from my childhood. Ooh. Um, 
Internet Archive debuts free retro in-game browser video games. So I saw this on PCMag.com and a bunch of other people, places had it. I was actually reading about it on um, Maximum PC as well. Um, a bunch of sites actually uh, had this story. It appears that, um, and this is free and legal, I guess, is the one thing I guess we need to say. Uh, the Internet Archive actually has browser-based games based on five old consoles released in the 70s and 80s. The Atari 2600, the Atari 7800 Pro System, ColecoVision, the Magnavox Odyssey 2, which is what I had growing up, as well as the Bally Astrocade. Holy uh, shit. So, and if you go out there and look, there are a shitload of games that you can actually play right in your browser. So you basically click on the console that you want. So we can go to the Odyssey 2. And um, it lists, I don't know if these are all the games that came out for the system. I do have quite a few of these games. I won't say every one. Some of these games won't make much, much sense. I can tell you that. Like Quest for the Rings was actually a game. They had two or three, I think it was three games that actually had boards to them like an actual board game to it. So right. it was a board game and video game. Like Quest for the Rings, you would actually go around the board and try to fight, do do different quests, I think it was, and fight the dragons or fight these, you know, fight something. I can't remember. It was 20-some years ago, if not even more, probably closer to 30 years ago. The point is you're killing something. <clears throat> yeah, the point is, you know, you'd go around on the board whenever you went to fight something, you would basically go over to the Odyssey, pick up the joystick, and fight a combat. You know, and do do fight like a do do some combat and stuff like that. So there was that one. There was a space game that was um that had a board game as well. And I think the Great Wall Street Fortune Hunt was the other one that had a board game. <laughs> the Great Wall Street. If I remember correctly, I think it did. I think those were the three: Quest for the Rings, the. F the Great Wall Street Fortune Hunt, and there, like I said, there was a space one. I can't remember which space one it was. I don't think it was Freedom Fighters. There were so many space No, it was. Games. I know it wasn't Freedom Fighters. There were so many space games. You can't keep track of them. Yeah, there was. And, well, the it, I, I, let me take that back. It really wasn't a space game. It was more of a war combat game where you would have, like, ships or planes that were basically attacking each other. Mm -hmm. Almost like a war game of some sort. Um, so that's, it's actually really cool. I, one, I didn't realize that the Odyssey 2 had all these games. And cl when I clicked on some of these games, some of them, I don't, I don't even know if they were all released here in the U S like, um, the one that's Verk, Verk, I think this is German, this traffic game thing. It's Verkespiel or something like that. Uh, dude, that's definitely German. <laughs> So I'm thinking some of these weren't, some of these might not have even been released in the U.S. Well, so I thought that we could send a link to Fab and have him translate. <laughs> <laughs> so we could. So those those were kind of cool. Atari one. The other thing, the Atari 2600. I knew it had a lot of games, but if you click on that list, I did not realize it had that many games. Oh no, dude. Yeah, that I, is I fucking seeing, insane. Yeah, I remember the amount seeing, of games that are there. Yeah, I remember seeing people that have collectors lists for the twenty six hundred, and th that list is insane. They, yeah, it might as it, like they might as well just put it on a roll of parchment, roll it on the grind, and let it go for about a week. 
I, yeah, I was scrolling through that and I'm like, holy crap. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It works. I guess there's no sound on these games yet. I guess they're working on that. But it was kind of neat that you can actually pull up some of these old games. Trying to figure out the keys on what controlled what was kind of interesting because I don't know if they really tell you that there. I didn't really click on any of the documentation that came with some of them. Mm. But uh, the one game I was playing, I know the control key actually did something and the arrow keys were moving around. But it's definitely something to go check out. If you if you didn't experience some of these old games, uh, you can kind of see where everything is kind of originating from. And, you know, this is pretty much what a lot of people grew up on. I mean, this is what I grew up on. You know, it's I mean, funny. this is this is what we had. This was pre-NES, right? Way pre-NES. It's funny you <laughs> mentioned that because there was a post I put up on our site not that long ago about playing retro games and why we still do it. Right, right. Um, you know, I think this kind of ties a lot into it. If it, it these, the, the younger kids now, and, and you've even got more experience than I do with this stuff because I came in with the NES, right? And you were well before that. Um, but going back, going back and playing these way older games for those consoles, it, for these younger kids, it's an exercise in frustration because it's it's so 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 different from what we play now. It's 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 so archaic. Yeah. I mean, the golf game and the soccer game, and a lot of the games that I played were you know baseball. It was just completely insane the way you had to control. You didn't have control over each individual players. You had control over the pitcher, and then maybe the whole outfield where you had three people that all moved together. Yep. At once, <laughs> I mean, so it's it's like it's it is it's not really like anything you've ever really played before, and the graphics are just blocks. And yep. you know, if you want to talk about early Minecraft, this shit looks like early goddamn Minecraft. Everything's a block. <laughs> it's it's voxels but flattened. It pretty much it's yeah, there's nothing 3D here whatsoever. You had to imagine the 3D parts to it, but it was a lot of these games are where the games you play nowadays have ever, you know, it, well, this is this is the origination of everything. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all of these back, you know, games from back in the day. And I think, like I said in an earlier podcast for my Odyssey, too, I even had the voice synthesizer that kind of went on top of it. And then, and then a cartridge plugged into there, almost like the 32X did on your Sega, yeah. on your Sega Genesis. It was, yeah, but- it was basically a big thing that was like that, that plugged onto the top. It had a piece that went into the cartridge slot, and some of the games actually kind of talked back then, which, you know, being in the late 70s, early 80s, that was pretty fucking damn amazing. That was nasty tech. <laughs> Put so your, put your Atari on life support. <laughs> That's what the Sega looked like after you had the Sega CD and a 32X attached to it. It looked like you had on fucking life support. Yeah. So, but like the Astrocade, I, I had never really played an Astrocade. I still have a ColecoVision here. My wife actually had hers. And I believe I still have it over here up against the wall. I don't know if it works. I don't really, I've never turned it on. It's not in the greatest shape. Dude, it looks you, like it's in horrible shape. But, what are you um, toting over there? Every time I talk, you're coming up with something new that you have just lying around in your house. I don't know. I'm a collector. I just have a lot of shit. <laughs> Man, we're we're going to have to – I'm going to have to come over. We're going to have to rummage through some of that stuff. It's over here in my box of games and from when I worked at the comic book store on top of several large boxes of comics and everything. 
all stuffed in a corner. So, but definitely check it out. We'll put the link on the website in the show notes. Um, it's archive.org slash detail slash console living room. And you have the five consoles there you can choose from. I had never played any of the Bally Astrocades or Astrocade stuff. I don't know anybody that actually ever had one of those. Um, they didn't have that many games out for that system. So I'll probably try some of those. I think I tried the Grand Prix one earlier and it uh, wasn't the world's greatest. But then again, <laughs> I don't think any of these games are going to be game of the year here in 2013. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about nominating that one, Joe. Thanks for stealing my thunder. So, hey, sorry. Sorry, no problem. Uh, but that's that's definitely something everybody needs to check out. Try out a few of the games. They look like crap, but <laughs> I well, they do. They do. I mean, they're just it's a flat flat blocks and you know it's you almost had to imagine more of the game than what was on the fucking screen. <laughs> just let you know people these games are shit. Really. They are shit. But it's it's where a lot of your developers and everything probably grew up on and got ideas for the Mass Effect 3s, for your Zeldas and everything else. They grew up playing this stuff probably. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely something you need to check out. So like I said, everybody else is doing a top 10 list, but we aren't. That's what correct. we are going to do though after our next story is maybe do some predictions and i didn't even tell greg about this so Ooh, he's gonna have, have no to idea. he is gonna have to pull shit out of his ass and so will i because i really didn't even think of anything to predict either <laughs> i added it in about five minutes ago you're totally setting me up to fail you're like oh no i didn't do it either yeah you know what so if we both fail it'll be an epic fail between <laughs> us both so i'm not really worried about it but we look good doing it there you go that's all that matters so Ooh, hey jingle yeah i know i didn't turn somebody posted something uh, somewhere mister, mister i don't turn my phone off i usually do i can't i'm not turning my work pager off just in case if that goes off you'll hear something on i think it was brian posted on facebook or something so next story steam um i've been logged into steam probably for the past week or so ever since the sale started um collecting my snow globes and everything Ooh. And um, just watching the daily deals, making sure I don't miss anything that I really want to get. I did pick up um, Gone Home. I did not have a chance to play it over the weekend. What the fuck? So uh, we will have to talk about that hopefully next week. I will try to play uh, it. Joe, I was so ready to talk about that game this week. You didn't have it in the lists. It's not here. It's not that's, under here under what I'm playing now. That's because I thought you were talking about it. If I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to put it in the goddamn list. Ah, fuck. So I was, I got the Vita for Christmas. Like I'm going to touch gone home. I don't care how many, how many game of the, how many people are saying it's their game of the year or whatever. It's just going to have to wait a week. Well, what if gone so, home was on the Vita? I probably might, I might've played it if it could have pulled <laughs> me away from persona Four golden. So, uh, but steam actually had a interesting little nugget here. They had 7.6 million concurrent users logged in uh, at the same time. Uh, that was set over Thanksgiving weekend, or or no, trumping the 7 million record that was set over Thanksgiving. Um, it was 7.679, 286. Wow. Um, so I'm guessing a lot of people are just staying logged in like I am, and I'm logged in on my wife's laptop too, and we're just trying to collect the snow globes. Hmm. So I was just stoked at the one globe I had gotten because it was a globe for uh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> And it's a pirate flag globe. 
it look it just looked kind of neat what am i ever going to do with it probably not a fucking thing (laughs) i don't know i love how steve gives you all those cards yeah i I was gonna say it's like all the other cards i have here what are you supposed to do with them you can sell them i actually had duplicates of one of the globes and i actually sold it you can put it up on steams for like 21 cents that's about what they're fucking going for (laughs) you need like a million of those to get anything well if you play a lot of games the more games you play the more cards you get and the more things you can sell i have a card that's actually worth a couple bucks um it's from dragon commander and it's a foil card. Hmm. And when I go, when I click on sell, the actual going price of it is around two bucks. Actually, it's gone down about a dollar thirteen now, but it was up to two. Inflation is not kind to these Steam cards. No. So I got a bunch I, of little ones. I, I I have you know just a bunch of random ones from Tomb Raider and Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I got Don't Don't Starve, FTL, Hammerwatch, just a bunch of games from just cards from different things. Terraria. Yeah, I, uh, but that's all, all of my badges are embarrassing too because it's like badges for buying thirty thousand games on Steam. <laughs> I I seriously think I own like forty some games now. I don't know how many I have. I am forty. Oh, really? I have forty games in my library. Wow. <laughs> There's another thing we're going to compete for to see how many games we can get. D- did you download Left 4 Dead 2 when it was free? Because you said you might have already had it. I already had it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I already had it. Yeah, I definitely grabbed it for me and the wife. I told her, I go, that might be something that might be fun to play. Yeah. Um, it plays pretty good on her laptop, too, because I was playing it. I loaded it up the other day just to see how it would play on her laptop. Freaking looks like butter, baby. That laptop's just rocking. Uh... So, But that's kind of neat that uh, Steam had... Um, 7.6 million people logged in concurrently. Uh, there was some place that I saw. Oh, Steam has around is home to around 65 million users. <clears throat> now, the one thing I didn't know, or the one thing I hadn't known, one on one of the places I've read this because I I grabbed the maximum I grabbed the article from Maximum PC, but there were a couple other places that had the story. They gave some numbers to Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. And Xbox Live seemed like it was like a third the size of PlayStation Network, which I found really hard to believe. Yeah, I uh, I saw that number and I was looking at it, I'm like, no, I know Sony's killing it right now, but I I really don't think they that PSN trumped XBLA or anything like that. I considering Xbox Live, I believe was pretty much out first and was way better for multiplayer games i hate to say than the playstation network for quite a while yeah i have trouble believing the numbers that i had seen earlier i mean the the only thing i could think of is that maybe i don't know xbox live kind of plateaued a bit i guess it's the older one it's been around the longest most people use it but you're kind of seeing you know right now the limits of what it's currently capable of right you know playstation's got the new shiny and everybody wants to touch it See, it was here. It was uh, on Slash Gear. Folks at Valve, let it be known that they're rolling in with a cool 65 million users total. This number can be compared to the most recent report from Sony and the PlayStation Network, working with 110 million users, and Microsoft reporting that they're in at 48 million users in Xbox Live. And I can't believe that. I can't believe that PlayStation Network has double what Xbox Live has. I don't know. Something about that doesn't sound right. No, and I 
and this is, I, I remember I, I read this earlier. It wasn't on Slash Gear either. It was a different site. So that's two sites now that I'm guessing are giving these numbers. Yeah, but who originally sourced the numbers, though? Exactly. I don't. I don't know that. So, I just have trouble believing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, like I said, I, I you know Sony's killing it right now, but I seriously doubt that they're doing that well. <laughs> you know, they could be because if you think of worldwide numbers, which those probably are, if you think of how much more popular Sony is in the rest of the world as opposed to Microsoft. That's right. the only thing I can attest to that those numbers being that out of fucking whack. <laughs> I know, but that's such a large that's such a large gap though. That's that's what I was kind of thinking. That's, so that's but so large. We'll get off of them for a while. This yeah. is basically about Steam. Steam is kind of kicking it. They their numbers keep increasing, which is really cool. Um, I really enjoy Steam. That's pretty much where I buy most of my games from nowadays. Unless if I'm buying an MMO, then I'll usually order that maybe from Amazon or from the distributor themselves from the company themselves. And if I want the box set, I will, especially if I'm getting a collector's edition, which I sometimes do, which I have plenty of under my desk right now. So I actually bought bought software off of Steam once before. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's yeah. They do have a lot of different software out there now. So they offer more than just games. So yeah. And it's actually not a bad experience. (laughs) The other thing I thought was kind of ridiculous was they have achievements for the software, right? Mm-hmm. So, so depending on well let's let me give you an example depending on how many times you actually start the software you'll get an achievement for it which kind of, <laughs> write a fucking bat script to just start open and close it <laughs> <laughs> start wait for like two seconds close yeah. start close <laughs> we'll automate this we'll fucking crap cap, cap this thing out in a week <laughs> So, do we want to do some predictions since this is pretty much going to be the last episode of 2013 um, where this is kind of being sprung on us? Well, we're not really doing a top 10 list like everybody else um, because I really just didn't want to do a top 10 list because I just didn't I didn't I didn't have the time to put one together. And it's a top 10 list is for losers, Joe. Well, a top 10 list is so fucking subjective. Everybody likes different things. What I think my top 10 list is going to be is going to be different from yours. I didn't play all the games you played. You probably didn't play all the games I played. So, and I know I didn't play a lot of the games that other people have on their top 10 lists. Gone Home and what you're seeing on GameSpot and a bunch of other sites, you know, you like Giant Bomb half, and everything. You didn't even play half the games that were on VGX, dude. True. True. <laughs> you're losing touch with reality here. True. I can't, I cannot, I cannot argue with that statement, (laughs) but let's do some predictions. I mean, do we want to predict anything? We've done this on the Linux show before. And I think last year, um, I had the best prediction on the Linux show last year with, um, valve doing the whole steam thing and their their steam OS thing and everything. And that was probably the closest any of us have ever gotten to a true fucking um, prediction. (laughs) So your forecast, (laughs) Hey, I got, if I got lucky on that one, but uh, I, what are you thinking? I mean, I'm. What am I thinking? We got a couple. We have a couple new consoles out. We have a lot of games that are coming out next year. Some games that were delayed into next year. Um, several games delayed into next year. I mean, you got Watch Dogs, Drive Club on the Sony PlayStation. Um, Elder Scrolls Online was delayed into next year. Um, so there is just a a wide range of games that are now going to be coming out in 2014. 
I'm guessing E3 this year is going to be fucking batshit crazy because uh, I think there's probably going to be a lot of games announced there at E3 because there's there's not enough games for these new consoles that have already been announced. So I'm sure there's going to be quite a bit more announced um, once E3 hits and we'll see what's actually going to be hitting in the fall. And um, there may even be some surprises. So I've, do you, you know, kind of play on that a little bit. I'm actually interested to see what's going to be coming out for like the PS3 or the, or the 360. What's, what's left to come for those because we're still at that point where the newer ones, the newer consoles are still just in the infancy stage, right? They've only been out for a while. Everybody's got them. Well, most everybody's got them, but your mature gems sort of come out for the older consoles at this time and they fall on the wayside. Well, I think this year we saw the last of us, which I think was on a lot of people's top 10 games, if not their top one or two. Right. Which I, I would like to go back and play. I don't know if I ever get a chance to, um, the one game that I will go back and play, I think we talked about on a previous show, is going to be the South Park Stick of Truth game, the RPG game. I'm hoping that isn't a complete bust and isn't a complete fail. Yeah, that was the one I haven't played yet. <laughs> I remember that. You're right. You haven't played it. You won't be playing it for a little while still. <laughs> but that's that's one that I'm definitely going to go back and check out. Now, I will say um, Bioshock Infinite is going to be free for PlayStation plus members in January. You need to pick that game up, dude. I'll download it. I'll probably fiddle around with it. I don't know if I'll finish it. Ah, well, how, I, how long would it take to finish it? Okay. Well, if you play, I'm, I think you're starting to pick up how I play games here. So if you play it like me, you could probably finish it in a weekend. Well, okay. If you don't play it like me, it'd probably take you about a week. All right. So maybe I will try to knock that one out and see how, how that one is. Um, I know a couple of guys at work said that that one's really good. I definitely need to download it. I think one of the guys said he got it for Christmas and I was like, you should have just asked for PlayStation plus dummy. Cause you could have got that game into the world. So many, <laughs> whole much more. And he was like, Arr! he was sitting there all pissed. Damn you. I was like, I go, dude, I told you long time ago, you need to get PlayStation plus and he still hasn't. I was like, if you, if you if you have a Sony console and you don't have PlayStation Plus, you're missing out on a lot. I hate to say. Oh yeah. I I was reading on Twitter earlier. Um, Microsoft actually has some good stuff coming up. Um, Laura Croft and the Guardian Temple or something like that. The one uh, Laura, the one Tomb Raider game. Yeah, I have that one on Steam. <laughs> yeah, that one's coming out as a free one for Xbox Live Gold members. So. I think they're trying to come out with some better games than they were releasing before. Still not as good as Bioshock Infinite coming out on on PlayStation Plus. I was I was really surprised when I read that for some enter, of the for some en- of the stuff. Enter Max Exodus to PSN. Enter, yeah, right? there, there. That's that's not going to bring people over. That's just going to get people to join the PlayStation, join PS Plus. So, well, you know what? Judging by my tagline, the more people that are on PSN, the better. <laughs> that's. Just because you're a two dollar whore. Uh, it, it was bad when we were talking over Skype when I first got my Vita. It was bad when we were talking over Skype, and we yeah, that was that was kind of really funny. We just realized how many fucking Sony consoles we have. I well, I have them all. Well, yeah, you do. I'm missing the PS3 and the four. That's it. I I literally have them all. And if Vito, my dog, wouldn't have gotten sick, the wife said that um, my. Christmas present probably wouldn't have been a Vita. It probably would have been an Xbox One because she was going to give me that because she said she knew, 
she knew I'd want to talk about that on the podcast. So she says, I know you're going to fucking want it eventually. So she said, I just figure I'd get it for you now and just be done with it. So uh, I would, I, I would, I would like to give dead rising three a try. I've some of the, some of the videos and some of the gameplay I've seen of dead rising three does look really, really just, I, I like zombie games and that one just looks over the top and just looks really cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, just some of the mayhem that you can wreak havoc in that game just looks fucking batshit crazy. So, but predictions, did you, did you, did you give an actual prediction yet? Uh, do you have a prediction? I predict that I'm going to do 300 hours in P4. <laughs> All right. For those that don't know what P4 is, he is talking about Persona 4 Golden yeah, this, for this the man. Vita. Did you know that there was a collector's edition out there? Did you see that on Amazon? Yes, and I'm getting it. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I am. That's hilarious. I, and it pissed me off because I, I found that one. And I'm like, oh, it, it was brand new. So I paid 30 bucks for it. I was like, okay, whatever. And I was, I, was, through, I was searching through Amazon. And the collector's edition isn't much more expensive. I think it's like 69 59 69 I think it said. It's, it's double the price. But yeah, pretty much. That's about that's about what it was. The collector's edition, man. So I don't know. Um, I, I I saw some scuttlebutt that the Wii might be trying to gain traction, or the Wii U might be trying to gain traction. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see if they can try to make a comeback next year. Uh, otherwise, it's gonna very much be what I said it was before, where they're just gonna get demolished and go the way the dodo. I, I don't think that Wii U is going to go away this year, possibly 2015. But I think this year they will actually sell some units. I think that PS4 and Xbox One will completely overtake their sales um, and possibly come close to maybe doubling what the Wii U has already sold in the year it's already been out. But I... I and I hate to say that they're going to double the sales because when you get some of these games that actually people are dying for and just waiting for the Wii U may actually get a nice bump in sales. So, but with the, with the games, with the games that are coming out, you have, you know, Titanfall coming out on the Xbox one, um, infamous coming out on the place on PS4. Um, I, some of these exclusive games that are, going into like well titanfall's new but i think people are still clamoring for that thing Mm -hmm. um but like infamous i know there's a lot of people that are holding off on actually buying a ps4 till they have that one title that they want that's the system seller for them right and we've mentioned this before it's like what exclusivity is the wii u getting right now nothing and the few things that they are getting are they're not compelling enough to go out and buy a wii u Right. You know, they get that Zelda title and that's and the Mario title, and that's maybe about it. Right, but that's those two are system sellers. Oh no, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just so they're not compelling enough to compete with, you know, you buy a Wii U because of the Zelda game or right. because of the Mario game. But you buy a PS3 and then you get all this other exclusive titles, or you buy an X Bone and you get all these other exclusive yeah. titles. It, they've got more software for it. Right. And that's and, and and that's the thing. I think of the fans who are your dire Nintendo fans that haven't picked up a Wii U yet when those games come out are going to pick it up. Uh, but I, I think there's a hell of a lot more Xbox One users and PS4 users out there that are just going to be getting those new consoles that just came out 
you know, last month. And I think Sony and Microsoft are both going to have good years this year in 2014. Um, it, I think this is going to be a really good year for gaming because right. you're, you're going to have the developers releasing some of the games that weren't launch titles. Uh, so the graphics are probably going to be a little bit better. The games are going to be just a little bit better playing wise. So it'll be really interesting to see how, how the games in this generation just continue to get better. Like they always do. So, you know, we got the launch titles out of the way. Now they're now, now the developers are basically working on, you know, the games that are scheduled to come out, you know, six months to a year after launch. So they just have that extra development time to actually learn the system and work with it. So this right. is when, this is when the games start getting good. Right. I, I, you know, actually to make another prediction, I think we're probably going to start seeing more games that are going to be a little more heavy, heavily driven by the story, not just graphics. Alone. Yes. Uh, yeah. We've been seeing that, you know, obviously by, you know, vicariously through visual novel games. I mean, there's not much to it other than the story. Um, but it seems to me lately that, I don't know, you're just seeing, you're, you're seeing more games come out with an emphasis on a really deep story. And they eventually turn into franchises. But the thing is, is it, it sucks you in and you end up spending, you know, 40, 60 hours into the game. Really deep stuff. Oh, oh, I agree. Definitely. And it's, I think we've seen that over the past couple of years, the stories have, have just become each year, they each year, they just get significantly better than the last. Right. It, it, but, and the reason I say that is because for a while there, it felt like we were just going through this plateau part in gaming where it was just nothing but graphic quality. You know, if the game did not have graphic quality, it wasn't worth your time looking at. Yeah. And I think, I think now you're getting both. You're getting, you're getting that graphical quality because PC gaming, your graphics are just looking fucking insane. And now that the consoles are, can match what the PCs are doing now, or maybe even outdo them a little bit. I don't know if they can outdo them too, too much when you, if you throw some of the super high end expensive cards in your PC, you might be able to blow, you know, you might be able to pull away from the consoles, but they're at least, the consoles are closer than they have been in the past few years, especially with the aging consoles, the 360, the PS3 that have been around because those, that, that console life cycle lasted so much longer than normal. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I want to say it's lasted longer than normal because I think Sony has always said that their systems, I think the PS2 was on a 10 year cycle. I think they said the PS3 was going to be on a 10 year cycle. So I, I think they're trying to get the consoles to last longer, but usually the la- those last couple of years during the overlap between the new gen and old last gen is where you start you start to see some of the things change. So yeah, um, one other thing I wanted to mention, um, I, I I'd be interested to see how the indie scene looks this year. It seems like they're getting a little more aggressive, right? So the polish for indie games in general is just getting higher and higher. And the bar just keeps getting higher and higher and the demand for indie developers just gets higher and higher. Right. right. And the so, thing and the th- and the and the thing that could suck with that is is where you start getting indie developers who then they're turning into full-fledged development houses and they're not really indie anymore. Right. Right. So that So there there's going to be that fine line there where people are going to start crossing over possibly. But um We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure no matter what they do, there's just going to be a shitload of good games coming out this year, and I can't wait 
maybe next year we'll try to do a top 10 list. And I, it, it'll be very interesting to see what, um, what will be on there. Cause I know, I know I'm really looking forward to watch dogs and I think it's going to have some overlap from Assassin's Creed four from what I've seen actually in the game. Uh Oh, so it's, that could be a little bit of a spoiler there. And that just means you're going to be in paradise. So it will be interesting. And I, I don't know. I just love playing as a pirate. So we can <laughs> we can get into what I'm playing now. So I played some more Assassin's Creed 4. Um, I played a few little games on the PC and on my phone and stuff like that. But um, Assassin's Creed 4, I've talked about enough. We don't need to go into that. So we both got Vitas. Yes, we did. So the one game you said you never played that I happened to pull out. Oh my god, dude. Is the original Persona from the PlayStation. Holy shit. <laughs> I've never I, seen that. I told you I had that. <laughs> you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because if you pull up... Uh, we're going to get into this, but at P4, with the TV listed, you can actually watch the Japanese trailers for the older P games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was watching the older uh, the trailer for the P games, and uh, and the original one just looks so much different from the new. Yes, one. yes, it does. Oh, it definitely does. It definitely does. Having played the original and playing P four, I didn't play the two or three, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, it's from what I remember. This was this was the, I played that this many years ago because that was original PlayStation. But um, it's definitely very different. Oh yeah. Wow, man. I didn't. Th- I I knew I knew you were bullshit and you had, it, but I've never. Seen it before. <laughs> I have a few gems here. I can I'm happy now. I pick I picked that one up um when I was working at the comic book store out at the one store we actually carried some video games. Mm-hmm. And I actually picked this up one day um when I was working out there. Wow. Just cuz it kind of looked cool. Speaking of rare PlayStation games, have you ever heard of a game called Kudelka? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um I can't really say too much about it without giving it up because the game itself is very, very, very strange. Um, usually you can go to, you know, like Rogers or something. If somebody has you pick it up for seven bucks, it's a four disc game. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, but, oh, dude. You talk about the premier gothic story for the PlayStation. That's it. It's really good. Polter, you know, Poltergeist, Demons. I may like that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it, it's one of those weird ones, though, where the battle system's kind of strange, and you have to complete the game a certain way, or you get a bad ending. Mm. And bad ending, aka they all their skin all melts off. Nice! <laughs> so the, There's a dead chick and dead two dead guys. That sounds interesting. That sounds like one for the kids. <laughs> so the one thing I wanted to ask you when we were texting each other earlier and throughout the day... What level are your characters in P4? How many characters are in your party, first of all? Hang on a second. You got to boot it up. You don't even know. I, it dude, hasn't been that long since you played the game. It's probably been a I, couple hours. I was just playing it before we started up here. Hang on a second. Uh, five characters in my party. You fucking already passed me up. How the fuck did you do that? Uh, highest level's 29. Min's 27. All right, I'm done. You already passed me. Fucking game's <laughs> over. Uh, I mean, I'm in a I'm in a whorehouse. I was trying to fight. I was trying to fight the one 
the one boss at the end, when you go back in, after you get the fourth girl, after you get the fourth girl in your party, you go back into the castle uh-huh. and you fight that end boss. I can't think of what the hell his name is. Oh, that, that, uh, uh, that King Emperor. Company. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that yeah. thing, dude. I couldn't kill him. I tried several times last night and he does his one group attack and fucking if you don't have defense up, it's a total fucking party wipe. Even with defense up, I was he'll, he'll half of my you. party was half of my party was fucking wiping. Yeah, yeah, he'll still hit you for about two. Well, I'm only like level 17, maybe my my max guy is like level 17, but I was holding my own against him for a while. But I have a feeling I was reading some things on some of the wikis today and they were just like, you really shouldn't even attempt that until you're done with the second dungeon. Right. They're like, don't even be fucking around with that guy. Yeah, dude, so what you need to do is you need to skate through a dungeon just barely. And then once you let, leap into the second one, you power level the whole way through. Yeah, and that literally that's how it works. And then you do uh, persona fusions, so you get stronger ones for your your main character. Yeah, and then just that, that, then just run through it like that. Now, how do you get more persona slots? Level up. Just by leveling up each at particular levels, because I know I can do eight personas now. Yeah, but I keep dry, having to drop them, and it's like a freaking pain in the ass. Because I'm like, well, I want to keep this one, right? But and oh that's, man, that's where the fusion comes in handy early because you right. can fuse them and get rid of them, right? Um, yeah, I've already fused. I fused a couple already, right? And, but but it, the, it's it's at predetermined levels. So right now, I think I can carry ten or twelve nice different ones. And I know on P three, uh, I think I can hold eighteen. So how many hours do you have into the game already that you're that fucking far into it? Uh, P4, P3. P4. Crap, hang on. <laughs> I gotta look at it again. You're killing me. Look, hang on. System. Playtime, 18 hours, 38 minutes. Yeah, you're almost double me already. I'm probably around 10 hours. Yeah, but you see, that's I come home and I have nothing else better to do than play P4. Yeah. So I did the same thing with P3, which admitted, which you talked me into it. I, I'm not going to play P4 after today. I will go back and finish P3. We'll see. I know. We'll I, see. No, I need to finish <laughs> it. I, I'm really close to finishing P3. If you're, if you're, if you're that close to finishing it, it'd be a shame if you put that many hours into it and you didn't actually get to the ending. I would just have to sit down and power through it. I'm the type of person that actually, if I'm that far into a game, I want to see the ending at least, even if I hate the game, I will just power through it. Cause there've been a couple of games I've played over the years where it's like you get three quarters of the way through the game and you're just like, this sucks, but I'm just going to suck it up. I'm just going to power through this. I no longer care about the story or anything anymore. I want to see the fucking <laughs> credits just to be able to say, I fucking did this. The game could suck it. See the, see the problem with the, the problem with the persona games, at least with P3 and P4, because these are the only two I've ever played. They have that new game plus, right? Which I think I explained this to you before, which is where you beat the game and you can start over carrying over your like persona right. stats or your social right. and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I guess that's a scary thing for me about P3 because I got P4 without finishing it. And now I'm worried that I will finish P3 and not go back through it a second time, even though I want to. Um, I, I don't know. I'm gonna, I, I got to at least finish P3 once. So I, I got to go back and do that one. But uh, P4, man. Holy shit. 
I'm I'm really liking it so far. What a game! I mean, it's. I I was reading a lot of different um, forums where people are saying, you know, like, hey, I just bought a Vita. What game should I get? And everything. And people are rattling off games. And every place I go, it's like you got to get Persona Four. Persona Four is the best game on the Vita, and everything like that. You know, and a lot of people say that. Oh yeah. Yep. And I, I actually looked up the Metacritic store score the other day, and they actually gave it a ninety-three. Damn. Which I, to me, I think is actually pretty good. I oh, mean, yeah, usually absolutely. you don't see that 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 high of a score on Metacritic. I was really surprised. Uh, but I was like, I don't know what this. I, and I don't usually go to Metacritic for anything. But I was just interested to see what um, what this consensus was in general because I saw so many people talking about it in so many different forums. Mm-hmm you know, on people who had just bought the Vita and what games they should get. And, you know, I was like, well, let me just go see what other gaming sites and everybody thought of this game. And fuck, it sounds like this is definitely the game to play, be playing if you have, or have played if you have, have the Vita. Right. I since, mean, it's been, since it's been out for a while. Basically put, if you have a Vita and don't have P4, you're a dumbass. Yeah. Pretty much. Either that or you just don't like role-playing games, which, which some are- people don't. Which are a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I think the one thing we were raving about for a while, there's the music in this game, which... It, oh, I love it. It's very strange because most of the time with games, you just have the score. You know, the arrangement is just the score. There is no vocal track to it. No. Nope. Near every song in P4 has vocal tracks to it, and it's addicting as hell. And normally, I will turn the music down to... Like an extremely low setting, so you can barely even hear in the background. No. This stuff, I am, I'm, all, I'm almost wanting to turn up louder, just because even when you're just running around and doing all the different stuff, the music, it's just, it just keeps you into the game for some reason. It is an awesome soundtrack. Yeah, and it's it just great. I think I was even telling you the other day. I was washing my dishes and I turned on P4 and went to the TV listening to that uh, Hee Ho King or whichever. Right, the music, the music, and I was listening to that music while I was doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. It's just that and, good. And there's a lot of music in there too. There oh, is yeah. a whole hell of a lot of music in there. When I start look, because I sat there and listened to a lot of the different songs, then I went to some one of the other channels, and it was just like the list of music was just huge. I was like, holy crap! <laughs> I'm like, I'll come back to this some other time. So, yeah. But I, one of the other things I took note of here, and I was looking it up because I go to the Giant Bomb website a lot. And I remember those guys talking about P4 a while ago, mm-hmm. but they played it on the PS2. They did an endurance run. They actually recorded their whole playthrough. Oh my God. They have about 155 videos, all of varying length up there. I don't know what the total time is. Do they have a playlist in, on YouTube for that? I don't know if they have, if you go to their website and if you go under um, like videos under endurance, yeah. you can scroll through and see. You can see all 155. They're all like one group together. You just need to go through all the numbers on the pages, but you can find all all of them and actually just probably watch them literally play through the whole game. I like I said, I don't know how many hours it is. There's 155 videos there though when they fucking did this. And I kind of and I remember when they listened to their podcast over the years. I remember when they were talking about this and playing this game. Mm. That's I was just like, holy crap, that's fucking insane. Oh yeah, but I, I, that's part of the reason why this game is as good as it is. It, it's long, but it's long for a reason. 
right know, it, it sucks you in every minute you play it there is no one point in time where you're just waiting for something to happen or or trying to force yourself to progress through the game there every second you're playing you're trying to do something different and there's always something new to do you know so yeah is it long absolutely is it worth it fuck yeah it is <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting because I'm trying to juggle Assassin's Creed 4 now and this. Mm. And I know there's going to be some other games coming out like Bioshock Infinite. I like to play on the PS3. Um, one of the other free games for the PS4 uh, for January is going to be Don't Starve. I played that on the PC and that's like a, that's a little nice game to putz around with every now and then. I know I'm probably going to spend a little bit of time once that comes out for the PS4 just to see how that is and probably play that a little bit more. So I wish don't starve. You did it. You didn't wish, starve. Well, no, yeah, I wish there wasn't an <laughs> aspect to it. So I'm like so the one time I built up this really freaking boss fort. I mean, everything was rocking and I just got raped. It happens. I had a really good game going and then I went back to it after I hadn't played forever. And within like 20 minutes, I was dead. And I'm like, seriously, <laughs> I'm like, seriously, I had so much time invested in this one and I just had not gone back to it. And it was just, I go back, I try to play the next thing and oh, you're dead. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I don't even think I got the third character unlocked before I stopped playing it. I don't think I did either. Cause I know the second, the second character has the lighter, right? I believe so. Yeah. And that was the one I usually stuck with cause Wilson was kind of useless for the most part. At least I felt so. Yeah, I. It's been a while since I played that. I don't even remember when it comes out. And when it comes out on the PS4, I'll probably play it, so I'll be able to talk about it. So that could be one of the what I want to play now. Um, could be that. I have one for what I want to play now, actually. And I told uh, you about. Yeah, I think you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Two. Oh yes, yes, Metal Gear. Yes, yes, MGS Two. <laughs> Yeah, so they released uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 for the Vita as HD remasters. Yep. And these HD remasters tend to go one way or another. They can suck ass or they can usually be pretty good. And I'm hoping they're pretty good because MGS2 was amazing. Yeah, I haven't read too much about them on how they are on the Vita. The one game I was looking up because I loved... I don't know if I say loved. I got I got annoyed with it after a while, but I played the fucking hell out of it on my PSP. Um, I've kind of always been a Ridge Racer fan, I hate to say. Really? I would have never thought you were. I like car racing games, and on the original PlayStation, I had Ridge Racer, and I played it so much, I had bought one of the Nejicon controllers from Japan, the controllers that actually twisted. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever seen those, I have that in the other room as well. <laughs> I could show that to you one day too. Oh, I saw one of those. My, my buddy ordered one, and we did, we had a kick with that thing, man. Well, I the when I was working at the comic book store, there was a video game store in the same plaza as us, and he did a lot of Japanese imports, and so he had that controller in stock one day. So I went over and picked it up just because I wanted better control in Ridge Racer, mm -hmm. and I probably paid sixty seventy bucks for that fucking controller just for one game back then. Oh, but you got <laughs> the control though, man. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. That thing was oh, I, I, I was beating my high scores. The, in the original Ridge Racer, I came very close to finishing and beating that game. You had to beat like the one shadow car or something like that. And I came close to beating him a couple times. I don't think I ever did. Right. Um, but I played the hell out of the original Ridge Racer. And Ridge Racer was one of the games I picked up on my PSP. And I played the heck out of that as well. 
And I was looking at how the one for the Vita was, and it looks from reading some of the reviews, it's horrible. Really? So can't be I was kind of bummed. I was kind of bummed when I saw that. Can't be as bad as fucking Call of Duty. Yeah, that's that's true. Because <laughs> because we both got the Call of Duty edition Vita. <laughs> I'm seriously considering dropping the thing in the fucking toilet. No. I really I played through a little bit of it. I I just can't justify downloading that patch, right? Because we only have four gig sticks. Yes, yeah, we only have four gig sticks. I'm waiting for the 64 gig stick. Yeah, I can't justify downloading that massive patch to play that game when I have, you know, anime shows on there that I watch, uh, a couple, you know, a couple things of music or something like that, and then all the P4 stuff. Yeah. So, well, considering I considering I downloaded P4 and it's 3.1 gig, I have less oh. room than you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because I actually have the card. Yeah, so I don't. So when you buy when you buy your collector's edition, give me the damn card. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll order my collector's edition this Friday, and then I'll give you the freaking card for P4. So I could download some other games to my Vita, because <laughs> I have a shitload of games from PlayStation Plus I want to put on there, and I just have no room. Right, and those cards are so damn expensive, though. The, yeah, the memory the memory cards are. You wanted to probably get them around Black Friday. I yeah. think you might have been able to get maybe like a 32 gig for around 40 to 50 bucks. That's the best prices I've ever seen or heard from them. There is a 64 gig that was released in Japan. Um, it, it hasn't been announced for the U.S. You can actually look, find one on Amazon and get it for like 111 bucks. But even for a 64 gig, considering you can buy a 64 gig SD card for 40 bucks, that's still a ridiculous price. 64 gig uh, SSDs are about the same price. Yeah. I mean, so it's fucking Sony and their proprietary shit. And that's the one thing that sucks about when you do proprietary memory like that. They just, they just rape you. Oh, yeah. I mean, so that, that, that's one thing. If, if I have a gripe about the Vita, that would be it is Sony being too greedy by using their proprietary memory shit, which sucks. I'm sure they probably want you to just buy multiple 32 gig cards rather than the 64s, but I just want one fucking card in there that can hold all the stuff I have. Right, right. Don't make me swap it. Don't make me start swapping little cards around and everything. I want to put a fucking card in there. I want to leave it in there, and I want it to have enough room to download all my shit. Yeah, I was doing card swapping with the PSP a while back. Um, and I actually use the MediaGo software on Windows, okay. um, where you can actually download all your shit and save it to your PC and then sync it to your right. device whenever you get yep. the USB. Here's the thing. You can't back up the shit that you download. There's a checksum on those files that gets made whenever it gets written to the disk. And then if you move it, it invalidates the checksum. So you have to re-download the thing again. And it actually violates their EULA to do that. Like you can't download the games and then back them up so you don't have to re-download them again. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's yep. interesting. Yeah, you can't you can't move them off the disk. If you can move them off the disk all you want, it just invalidates the checksum and you can't put them anywhere else. And it, like I said, it also violates the the turn the TOS and the EULA. So yeah, that's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, so I guess you know the overall gripe here is proprietary memory is shit. Not backing your stuff up is shit. Yeah, yeah. If you can't back up your stuff, that's that should be something that you should be able to do. You should at least be able to back the stuff up, especially if it's something you've downloaded. Right. 
I mean, I think the example I can give is uh, back when I still had ADSL and I downloaded um, Final Fantasy IX from the PSN, which is fucking huge. Right. For this game, I think it was like five some gig or something like that. It took forever, man. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. It took forever. And, and I, I copied it over to a disc, went to, you know, I was like, okay, it's backed up. I don't have to download it again. And I was like, okay, we'll put it on the PSP. So I copied it back off the disc for Media Go, went to go sync to the PSP. And no, you can't do that. Oh, man. That would, I would be so fucking livid. I would be screaming, cussing, and oh, that would piss me off. Yep. Yep. And I didn't even get it on the PSP, dude. I, I downloaded it and sat on my disc and I was, I just backed it up. So I figured I'll put it on later and nope. I had to re-download it again. Ouch, ouch, yeah. ouch, ouch. Kids, learn a lesson. Yeah, don't be Proprietary Uncle media sucks. Don't be Uncle Greg. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to play? Kim and I were talking. Um, I actually played a board game the other yeah, night. You were, you were saying something about that. Uh, well, we're supposed, we were supposed to go get uh, the board games we wanted for Christmas. Uh, the other day and we didn't make it out over the weekend. So we're going to try to do it this weekend. So she wanted um, the walking dead risk. I still want that pathfinder role-playing game, um, the card game, but um, we play monopoly, the actual board game monopoly, not on the Xbox or anything like that. Oh, thank God. We, act- we actually played board game monopoly and we played um, a Christmas story version it's basically oh, okay. the okay. movie, the movie, a Christmas story. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. My mind that, is- what is it tbs or tnt shows for 24 hours straight yeah so well we went to the since since we live in ohio and i'm right by cleveland that house that they filmed it in is in cleveland so we went to the christmas story house a couple years ago to take a tour through it and everything kim got her picture taken with one of the guys and we went over to the gift shop and she bought the monopoly board game and we haven't played it you know, since we bought it. And those was literally like two, two Christmases ago. So, so the other night she was like, I want to play this. She goes, we played your Monopoly game last year. Cause last year she got me the Godfather, Godfather Monopoly board game, which is really cool. Cause that actually had some extra cards and it's a little bit extra rules to it. Um, you, the, you can actually shoot the other players. You can, no, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Actually it did. It did come with guns. So, <laughs> Um, but Monopoly it, with Uzis. the the Christmas story edition pretty much was a straight Monopoly. The board was just different. The cards were different. Um, you know, all your little pieces were different, but I was out pretty much almost instantly this time. Wow. I made some trades. I had all the greens. Um, I had a, one house, one hotel on a, or no, one house on a green. And to get the greens, I had to trade her mom two of my railroads for one of her greens. So then her mom had three railroads. So then Kim wanted something that her mom had and she traded the additional railroad that Kim had over to her mom. So her mom had four railroads. Okay. So she's making a pretty penny there. So she's making a pretty penny. I had landed on the railroad railroads once, which was 200. No problem. Right. I then went around, got a card. It said advanced to one of the nearest railroads or whatever they were called in the game. And if it's owned, pay the owner twice the amount. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's four hundred, and I was like, I I already had half of my shit mortgaged at this time, and I was like, oh, I, I'm out. Oh, you got <laughs> I told both, Kim, man. 
I told Kim, I go, hand me my Vita. I'm going to sit here and play Persona 4 while you guys finish up Monopoly. And that's what, that's what I did for the next hour or two while they played Monopoly. I sat there in the rocket chair watching them with my headphones out playing Persona 4 Golden. Oh, no, man. You got boned. I, but yeah, I kind of got screwed big time. And I'm, they were, they were both really, really scared because they know I don't like to lose. And they were just like, her mom kept saying, this board's going to go flying across the room. I know it is. <laughs> But I was fine with it. I was, and I wasn't mad at getting knocked out that early or anything. But they played for a long time. They were having a huge just fight back and forth. I don't even remember who won because it was by the time they were done, it was so late. I was half asleep. I was trying to just get to a safe point in Persona Four. So, <laughs> wow, that sounds pretty intense, man. It was. It was interesting. It was. It was. It was fun. I love Monopoly, dude. Love. Love that game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really interested. I kind of can't wait to get the Walking Dead Risk game um, because both Kim and I like Risk. She's really good at it. And I'm interested to see how they incorporate all of the Walking Dead um, stuff into the game and how the different areas are going to be and what just just how it's going to play. Because mm-hmm. we, have, we have a couple of different Risk games now. So, I mean, we play Risk on the 360. We have the one futuristic risk game 2021 i think it is or something like that um where you can actually send people to the moon and colonize the moon and take over parts of that it's it's a pretty fun one so i'm, I'm really interested in seeing and what they do with the whole walking dead theme and story and how that's going to play into a risk game so that should be pretty interesting nice nice so uh, i would play board games but uh as you can see i live on my own yeah kind of difficult to do um, actually that 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 pathfinder game that i want uh can be played solo really yeah i have to give it a shot and it actually can be you can actually play it by play the game and where you're just fighting um creatures that are in the deck of cards so it's that's what i'm, I'm I, it'll be interesting to see i want to play it solo and then i definitely want to play it with uh you know a couple of people so but other than that, I think we are to the end of an episode, unless if there is anything else we have to give our listeners. Is there, Greg, or are we done? Uh, I've got nothing left to give, Joe. I mean, neither. I we looking, are. I was looking around for some gifts. Um, I, I don't have. I don't have anything here. I got stamps. You have stamps. Well, hey, you know what? That's more than I have. I have my work ID. I've got my, uh, I've got my Arduino. I can there you go. That, you know, uh, you can't have my P4 though. Can't but we are just, we're, you know what? We'll give them. We'll give them more information about video games next week, which will be into 2014. And we'll tell them what we're playing now. So, send us some email. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there's anything you want us to do as far as format goes for the podcast. Um, what I'm playing it. now at gmail.com. Tell us so we can ignore you. <laughs> yes. Send us email. Um, follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Drop the G. <laughs> and Facebook, what I'm playing now. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast. We'll, we'll be getting that up on iTunes here shortly. Since I think Greg has it working now, we wanted to give it a week before we actually put it up on iTunes. We wanted to make sure it was working and solid and was not falling apart. Yeah. Since Squarespace is telling us what you're doing shouldn't work, but for some fucking reason it is. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that we need to clarify that a little bit before we jump off. Uh, 
So when we first started doing this, we had a little bit of an issue with Squarespace podcast hosting. Um, we would upload the audio to the blog, but all anybody would get when they subscribe was the show notes. They wouldn't get the audio feed, nothing. Um, we went back and forth with Squarespace for this for a while. Um, what ended up happening was it just magically fixed itself, and nobody seems to have a fucking idea what happened. I don't have an idea. Joe doesn't know. Uh, even Squarespace doesn't know. And they were trying to tell us it wasn't working with FeedBurner, which is bullshit because it's working now. So nobody knows. But it seems to be stabilized and working. So I'm going to get the rest of the episodes up because we've been falling behind because we weren't sure what we are going to do with the hosting. And uh, now that it's working, we can bring the catalog back up to speed and everybody's going to get the audio show and kids will have a Merry Christmas. Yay. Vita's for all. And everyone there on the internet was happy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody on Giant Bombed was just like, yeah. So um, just let us know how, how, what we're doing or how we're doing with emails. Um, like Greg says, we're going to get the podcast up there. We're going to try to get the site looking a little better than what it is rather than just a bunch of letters. Maybe we'll try to start putting some pictures up there. I know I can't draw. I have no drawing skills. I, so it may just stay all all letters and words. Joe, I've got some nudies. Yeah, I just threw up a little in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Everybody have a good and safe new year. We will see you in 2014. Keep playing games and we'll let you know what we're playing now. Take care, everybody. Peace.